the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello there. Are you in pain? Is it joint or muscle pain? Did you know that 30 to 40% of Americans suffer with chronic pain? If you're one of them, you're in the right place. Welcome to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens. If you're new to the show, let me tell you about Dr. Darrow. He's a medical doctor, board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. He teaches prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells at UCLA, where he was trained. His offices are the Darrow Sports and Wellness Institute in West Los Angeles. You can find him right now toll-free at 800-300-9300 or on the web at www.jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com, where you'll see videos on what we're about to talk about. Hi, Dr. Darrow. Hey, Nita. Why don't we give out our number here and get some callers going, because that makes it fun for you and me. It does, and that number also toll-free is 1-866-870-5752. And when you call the program today, you get a free book on prolotherapy and a free booklet on age management medicine. That number again, 1-866-870-5752. So what do you say, since we haven't told people we're doing here yet, that we go to some emails and clue them in that way? I love doing that. Yeah, they provide great examples and illustrations of prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells, our topic today. So here's where we go. This just came in this morning. It says, right knee meniscus injury. And uh, I wrote this person back asking some questions about whether there's instability and uh, how is the injury, how did it occur, and whether they had a surgical recommendation. These are all important points. And what we do in the office is what's called biologic or regenerative medicine. And what we do actually is grow back tissue. So when you've been told by your doctor that you need surgery, I would think twice about that because in my mind, having been trained in orthopedic surgery but not doing it, I think it's a lot better to grow the tissue back. I'm open to surgery if a person needs it. If your knee is smashed, or if something is wrong with your shoulder that can't be grown back, and what could that be? It's got to be something pretty terrific, you know, a broken bone or something like that. Because these things in the shoulder, as example, what do we call them? Tendinitis, we get tendinosis, we get rotator cuff tears, we get labral tears, we get arthritis, and that's really the same kind of thing we get in any kind of joint. In the knee, we might call it a meniscal tear, Uh, There's just so many different types of uh, diagnoses that don't really make a whole lot of difference. And too many people come in and they think that they are broken forever and that surgery is the only cure. And I want to make it definite for you that there is a high probability that you can heal when indicated with regenerative medicine. So what are these medical techniques? 
their injections. I've been doing this 16 years, had very great success. Why do I do it? Because it worked on me. Why does Nita like the show? Because it worked on her. Let's go to Don. He's got a knee, and then we can weave in some more of this. You got it, calling from his car. Hey, Don, it's Dr. Mark Darrow. I understand you have a knee. Uh, well, yes, uh, a knee that's uh, in a little bit of trouble. I had a meniscus operation about a year ago, and uh, it's sort of been going downhill ever since. Uh, it's becoming, I can walk on level ground, but going up or down stairs is becoming quite difficult for me. I have had the three injections of that gel stuff they do nowadays. Well, that's called hyaluronic acid. There's many names, um, you know, company names, trade names for that. One is Synvisc, another one is Hyalgan, another one is Suparts. I don't know which one you had. But they are basically all the same type of thing. They're lubricants. They're yeah. not going to fix anything. A lot of people take them, get a little bit of results for a while, then it fails, then they come see me. Most people get no results because I used to do those injections before I learned about regenerative medicine. Now, Don, let me tell you a little bit about regenerative medicine so everybody else can hear this also. There's three forms of it that I do. I've been doing the dextrose injections for about 16 years, and that means that we take pharmaceutical-grade hypertonic dextrose and inject it where there's worn-down tissue tears, arthritis, Anything really from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet, including neck pain and back pain, rotator cuff tears in the shoulder, uh, toe pain, you know, toe arthritis. When people get bunions, that's really just toe arthritis, uh, finger arthritis, and everything in between, muscle tears, ligament tears, tendon tears, all of these things it works on. And then the last few years, we've been doing platelet-rich plasma, which is a simple process of drawing a person's blood from the arm, uh, we then can centrifuge it. We spin it very fast, and then we can uh, we can uh, harvest the stems. I'm sorry, the platelets, and then we can inject those wherever the problem is. And we've gone recently in the last couple of years to doing stem cells, which we take from a person's bone marrow. It's a very simple, easy procedure. Generally, it takes about two minutes to get the um, the bone marrow. And we take that from the iliac crest in the back of the pelvis. And uh, similarly, like platelets, those are spun in a centrifuge. And then we can harvest the stem cells and then inject them and grow back the tissue. So surgery is not an option for my patients. Very few of them get patients. I rarely ever refer someone to a surgeon. I've done it a couple times in the last couple years. That's about it. I get about 80 new patients a month. And they're usually pretty happy uh, getting prolotherapy or PRP or stem cells. So your meniscal surgery didn't do you a whole lot of good. It sounds like it actually didn't help you any. And the reason right, for right. that is because your knee was probably destabilized by the surgery. A lot of good tissue was taken out. And I'm not in favor of that. Um, when I was doing surgery in my training, I thought surgery was the only answer. And after a few injuries on in my own body, seeing that regenerative medicine works. I no longer do surgeries, and I don't do much of anything else except inject the body and grow back the tissue. So there's, now, good, there's uh, good hope for you, Don. How, how do you, uh, where do you start with such a thing? Uh, how, how many injections does it take to uh, 
to get some religion. See, that they, I'm told it's a bone-on-bone situation. The bone-on-bone doesn't matter, and that was probably created by the surgery. Okay? Uh, if you have bone-on-bone, that's generally when the surgery just kind of scoops everything out of the knee. But I can tell you, if you're going up and down stairs, even if it hurts and you're walking, you do not have bone-on-bone arthritis. There is some cartilage there, and the joints are moving. If you have bone-on-bone, you're not going to really be moving that joint. It's just an an acronym for, you know, something that's, um, you know, arthritic. And when you hear bone-on-bone from the surgeon, you jump in the bandwagon to get the surgery to replace the joint. I'm not in favor of that at all. I see way too many uh, problems that occur afterwards. Um, it's not something I even want to implant in your head in case you decide you want to do it. I don't like talking about the negatives, but I can tell you that almost everybody gets a little better, if not completely resolved, by doing regenerative medicine. We get about 80%, 90% of people better. That's a humongous population uh, healing. The uh, Would you... Uh, for such a thing, would you suggest the P, the uh, PRP is platelet, yeah, PRP is platelet-rich plasma, and if you do have quote bone on bone, if a surgeon told you of that much cartilage loss, and you've had a lot of your meniscus scraped out, I might go directly to stem cells with you. That sounds painful. No, it's not painful at all. It's a process where we inject. Um, the skin. I mean, I mean. They, well, they let me tell you what it is, so you don't have to guess. Okay. We in, we inject the skin with lidocaine. Uh, we then put a needle in, and we can aspirate through the bone some of the bone marrow. Now, this is not like getting a bone marrow transplant, which is very painful. I've I've uh, trained with some of the people at UCLA that do those. And uh, that's not something I would want to do to a patient. This, we take a very minimal amount of your bone marrow, maybe 20 cc's per area. And uh-huh. uh, if someone says they're feeling some discomfort, we slow down. The problem with the bone marrow transplants that are very painful is there's a huge pressure change inside the pelvis, and that's very painful. We do it very slowly. So most people don't feel anything. I, I do them almost every single day. And it it really doesn't take much time to do it. People are generally, if I'm not too busy, they're in and out the door, you know, in 20 or 30 minutes. I see. And then you go back to work or whatever you want to do. It's, you know, it's Uh not like getting a surgery where there's all kinds of sequelae and side effects. Right, right. Uh, And what is the cost of the uh, of of that last treatment? Well, you know. For you, it may be different than someone else, and I don't want to get into numbers here. I think it's best if you just call 800-300-9300. I'll repeat it, 800-300-9300, and Julia will get on the phone or she'll call you back today, and um, you can figure out details for yourself to see if your insurance um, will help you or not, and uh, we'll take it from there. Platelets may be a good way to start, too. They're both very good procedures. We often do, if you have bone-on-bone, bone, we may do a couple of stem cell procedures and uh, two or three platelet procedures on the same knee. I see. Okay. We actually get more knees in the office than any other body part. I don't know why that is. I see. Okay. And we get very, very good success with that. Okay. 
You know, usually right. what I tell people is the only time we don't get success is when someone quits. Because someone will do a procedure they think one time is going to be magic, and it's not like that. This is a process of growing your tissue back. It takes a while. And if someone is not willing to go through that, they shouldn't come in at all. It's not worth it. Right. And then very often they'll do one procedure, go to their own doctor who's a surgeon or a rheumatologist who says, that can't work, and then they quit. And they go, it doesn't work. No, it works. you just got to stick with it. So, I mean, is it, you have to have two or three of these or something before... Generally, you're going to have to, depending on the amount of pathology that's there. I have had many, many, many people who have had one PRP with something that looks terrible, and they say their pain is gone, and they don't come back. Uh, uh, my point of view is their pain may be gone, but they ought to do at least a, a couple of treatments uh, to get more tissue growing. The more you do, the more tissue you grow. It's like watering a new lawn. When you uh-huh. put down grass seed, I tell all my patients this, you put down grass seed, you got to water it every day, and you don't want to step on it right away. And because right. everybody in L.A. that comes into my office wants to go back to their exercise routine, and I tell them not to. Now, a lot of guys who do this work will tell people to continue exercising because they want their patients to be friends with them. I'm a tough love doc. You know, you can talk to my patients if you want to. I can give you phone numbers of people to call. I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm going to tell them all the hard stuff involved with healing. It's not magical. Right, right. I mean, to me, it's magic because you don't have to have surgery. And it works so well. It worked on my wrist 12 hours later. Way better. Shoulder, 12 wow. hours later, all better. Really? Yeah, but I'm not typical. You right. know, I have to be right. honest. I'm not. Right. There are a lot of people like me, but it's not the typical. The typical okay. is you're going to take six to eight weeks to heal, and if you have a really bad arthritis, maybe three months. I see. Okay. Well, I thank you for the information. Well, God bless you, my friend, and good luck with your knee. There's really good hope without surgery of healing that knee. Okay. Thank you, Don. Appreciate your call. I wonder, Dr. Darrow, if it's true that so many people have knee issues because we're sitting in our cars all day long instead of walking around, just a thought. Don't know the answer, but a lot of people who come in are very active. They're long-distance runners or soccer players, um, you know, football players, basketball you players. You get a That's lot of a athletes. Lot of, yes, you yeah, do. I get a lot of athletes, but I get a lot of people that are not athletes too. And it's uh, people have the same injuries. Very often, people end up with let's call it bone on bone arthritis. It's not, but let's call it that. Um, and and they say I don't even know what happened. And I go, well, maybe when you were younger, you injured it, because people wake up in the morning sometimes when their knee was good the night before, and they wake up in the morning and their knees all sore or swollen. There's a lot of things that can happen while you're asleep. The patella, which is the round bone in front of the knee, can subluxate. Mm. It can scrape the femur that it has a track in and runs in. I see that very, very commonly. Okay, well, I'm looking for your call. Call Dr. Darrow and ask your questions at 1-866-870-5752, 1-866-870-5752. Get your free book on prolotherapy and your free booklet on age management medicine we're going to marie in los angeles please turn your radio all the way down marie all the way all the way down beautiful thank you marie so i understand you're doing it again marie marie all the way off okay hello better uh we'll see 
I wonder if that's in the station because Maria is your. Are you on a speakerphone, Maria, or a headset? Um, I'm in my car right now. You're going to okay. have to pull over to the side of the road because we can. Yeah, we, we can't can hear, hear you. too much noise. Yeah. So we're going to wait till you do that, then we'll talk to you. Yeah, we'll go to Tom and then we'll come back to you. We're going to Tom and Hawthorne. Hey Tom, I understand you have shoulder pain. This is Doctor Mark Darrow, and you're um, interested in testing. I have a couple questions. Sure. One, shoulder. I have a little bit of knee pain sometimes, but anyway, my shoulder. I started. I, I do bench pressing, and it started getting sore. So it doesn't hurt um, like when I do, say, push-ups or like I could do a punching movement. But if I were trying to reach for something, reach my shoulder straight out, yes, I'm like, yeah, it kind of hurts, like it catches or something. Okay. Well, you probably have a little tear or a tendinosis. The most common area in the shoulder is the supraspinatus tendon, and that generally is very easy to fix with uh, PRP. You know what PRP is? It's platelet-rich plasma. It's about a 20-minute procedure. We draw your blood, we centrifuge it, take out the platelets, and then can inject them in the area. So I'm Have not, you used uh, the regular protocol therapy for it also? You know what? I, honestly, I don't use regular, quote, regular, whatever that means, the prolotherapy with dextrose. I don't use that very much anymore because it's not as strong as platelets or stem cells, and people have to come back for multiple treatments. A lot more treatments. It still works. I've used it uh, for 16 years, and some people request it, but I, I tell them not to, because well, it's, it's, to me, to me, it'd be like a little like within the price range. I could probably deal. I know, with but that's would... that's the problem, Tom. It's not. You're going to get dextrose prolotherapy because it's cheaper, but you're going to have to do more visits, so it's going to cost more. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I think it's but, better to bite the bullet right away and get the healing done. Oh, okay. Now let me tell you about your bench presses and your push-ups and whatever. Okay. When people do bench presses, they often will spread their hands wider than their shoulders because they want to build up the lateral pectoralis muscles. When you do that, okay. you're stretching the shoulder backwards and stretching out that supraspinatus and subscapularis tendon. They do uh. not like that. It's like overstretching a rubber band. Ah. So if you're going to do bench press, make sure your hands are no wider than your shoulders, and that way the bar will be blocked and you will not stretch out the shoulder. Same thing with push-ups. I'd have to, you know, take a look at your shoulder. We do an ultrasound on it to see what's actually going on to look inside. And uh, I think there's real good hope for you healing that up, though. That doesn't sound bad at all. Now, let me tell you what happened to me. When I was in medical school in Hawaii, I went to a trainer. I was, I've been a bodybuilder my whole life, starting with gymnastics when I was about 12 years old. Not a huge bodybuilder, but pretty ripped up, good shape. And, yeah, yeah. and the trainer saw me, and he said, well, you're kind of hunchback. Why don't, why don't you do these um, bench presses with your hands wide? I did about two of them. And it, it tore out my shoulder. And that's I actually got surgery because I was doing surgery at the time. And uh-huh. I loved surgery. I cannot tell you how much I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And my shoulder got much worse after the surgery. It wasn't for a few years after that that I discovered prolotherapy and injected my own shoulder lying in bed with my wife with her swearing at me not to do that. I woke up the next morning. It was completely healed. Wow. That woke me up. All right, yeah. and then other parts of my body I did also. I can inject the front of my body very easily. 
uh, for my neck and back, which I've done many times when I had injuries, um, I have to have someone else do that for me. But it's, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. these procedures are very simple. I don't know why every doctor in the world is not doing them. It makes no sense that doctors don't have a handle on regenerative medicine yet, but they are going to because a lot of the sports athletes, you know, the top pros are getting this stuff done, and people come into the office and they say, well, I heard Kobe Bryant or A-Rod do this thing. I want to do it. So, right. I hear the Dodgers. I'm a Dodgers fan. I hear, I hear them getting the PRP. You're, yeah, I mean, and why, why wouldn't they? It's so simple, and it works so well. Why would someone get surgery and take out good tissue and destabilize the area and have risks for infection and all kinds of things? That don't make any sense to me. People go, well, it's cheaper for me to get a surgery. My insurance will pay for it. Really? What happens when they have some side effects, when they're off work, when they've got to go to physical therapy, when they get an infection, go back in the hospital? No, I don't think surgery is the answer anymore. No. I I also have one other uh, quick question. This is uh, as far as uh, testing for uh, testosterone. Yes. I was... um, something called H&H. I, I yes. don't know what that stands for. Hemoglobin and hematocrit. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a blood thing, right? That is. It shows the density of your blood. And if you're on testosterone, especially cream instead of injections, you can really bounce that up very high and uh, you can have some what we call viscosity in the blood, which is a setup for a stroke. I've never heard it happen with someone taking testosterone, but it certainly is theoretically possible. So we have to monitor the H&H along with the total free testosterone and the DHT dihydrotestosterone and E1 and E2 estrone and estradiol um, and some other labs to make sure you stay in the right range. People should not be taking testosterone and not following up on that regularly. So the, when, when the best form of testosterone was like a bio... Identical? Is that like a cream, or is that a? You can get a bioidentical cream, but I'm not real concerned with that. I'm more concerned with bioidentical estrogen and progesterone for women, because the synthetic Aww. forms of that can make them very ill, can make them gain weight, carbohydrate craving, um, uh, lowers the growth hormone. So there's just a ton of things for women where it's very important. For men, injections with testosterone. Cypionate work very, very well. They don't have side effects from that. As long as your levels are correct. Well, you've got to keep monitoring. This is not something you do once in a while. So you so you would monitor it, what, every six weeks, go take a blood test? Well, the first time, uh, if you're doing injections, you've got to have four to five doses of any medicine to get to what we call steady state. So it would be probably on the fifth or sixth week with someone who's injecting testosterone. If they're using cream daily... You can check them after a week or two. And then after that, if they're in the proper range, you can kick back and wait, you know, maybe three to six months. And after a person's doing real well with it, you can wait even longer unless they're having some kind of side effects from it. I see. But do you, do you, uh, like, have to go to, like, a compounding place to get uh, a treatment, I mean, a medication, or is it? It depends. I don't, you know, I don't want to get into more of this now. What I want you to do... Tom, is go to www.jointrehab.com. We have a load of callers who are waiting. So you can email me through that website, www.jointrehab.com, and uh, you can ask me questions there, and I'll email you back probably the same day. 
Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you for your call, Tom. Really appreciate it. Hey, Nita, can we go back to Marie? See if Yep, we sure can. Was I was just going to do longer. that. Yeah. Hi, Marie. How's your sound? Talk to us. Hey, hi. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty good now. Thank you. Okay. So, Marie, you were talking about a carpal tunnel syndrome. Yes, and, doctor. Okay. Well, this is Dr. Mark Darrow, and I treat carpal tunnel syndrome. It's not treated with prolotherapy or regenerative medicine, though, and here it says you had prolotherapy. Yes, I had like three or four sessions. Well, for carpal tunnel syndrome? Um, yes, doctor. Well, that's not the treatment for carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, okay. Because I, I went to the doctor and he was treating that with prolotherapy. No, it didn't work, did it? Mm, uh, it worked um, after treatment, but it came back again. Okay. No, a better treatment for that is to visualize the median nerve, which is the nerve that comes down through the carpal tunnel into the hand. Yes. And uh, use different solutions to shrink it up. Oh, okay. Now, if your wrist is loose, which it may be, if you mm-hmm. tighten up the wrist with prolotherapy, sometimes the carpal tunnel syndrome will go away because the wrist then is not stretching out the median nerve. Hang with us. Okay. And we'll get to you after the break. Okay. We're, you're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. And you, we are taking your calls at one 870 Stay with us. We're back right after this. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.